Welcome to Foundations, powered by Building Point. Join us each week as we discuss the world of building construction. All right, well, hello and welcome to Foundations, powered by Building Point, the place where each and every week that we come on, we want to have a conversation about the ideas, the technologies, and and just the trends that are shaping the construction and the, and the larger design build in AEC Marketplace. My name is Corey Meyer, and um, flying solo in the studio this week, um, but actually had a unique opportunity. We wanted to take advantage of it, and we wanted to bring in uh, two guests right here in studio here in our, our studio in Florida, and uh, two guys who uh, really have a... I think something interesting to talk about and, and kind of a perspective on the way that we're changing on the on the field layout side and the way that we use field technology. Um, we're joined by two Trimble folks. So we've got uh, Ben Atkins. Um, ben, so joining us from uh, all the way out in the, the Rocky Mountains, if I'm right. Um, so and, and you're the uh, engineering manager, actually, for the field technology group, right? So you're the guy who's kind of in charge of bringing some of these technologies to market. Is that accurate? Yeah, sure. That, that's right. Yeah. And so, and obviously, by the sounds of it, you're from the deep south. Deep so. south of, uh, yeah, deep south of England. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's where I'm from. Definitely means something different depending <laughs> on where you're from. And we're also joined um, by Eric Stott. So, and Eric, you're also the product manager on the field technology side, focusing more on the, I guess, the layout solutions, we would say. Yeah, that's correct. Basically, getting the stuff out to the field for the users. Yep. So, and this is both the first time for the rodeo to you guys. You guys, the first time you've really dealt in construction in the last couple of months. So this is brand new for you guys, right? So no history or experience in it whatsoever. Uh, yeah, um, fortunately, no. Um, too many, too many years in cold uh, Minnesota winters and Iowa winters, framing houses, and uh, and then uh, yeah, moving on to the commercial side of things. At least for me, anyway. So, uh, yeah, construction not my first rodeo by any means. So, uh, in fact, my dad was a school teacher, and during the summers he had off, so he would basically enlist myself and my brothers to paint houses, remodel porches, shingle roofs, you name it. So I got started construction. Uh, pretty much in slave labor at a very young age. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. So I was going to say, as long as you say it, though, it's not illegal. As long right. as you talk about your dad, it's okay. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> I think we all got enlisted. And Ben, you've been you've been around technology for a really long time, so I know that we've we've crossed paths on numerous occasions. Yeah, um, sure. I've, I've been in Trimble or, or related businesses for pro, uh, approximately 20, 20 years now, so I'm um, always dealing in, in positioning and, and how to, uh, to, to make layout processes Better, both on a on a like heavy civil construction job down to a, onto a more on, onto the building side of things now, and it's all about positioning though, right? So I mean, it's it's yeah. amazing how much of that you can take and all that that learned knowledge and all that that knowledge base and bring it to the next thing because it seems to be what Trimble constantly does is is although the technologies are new, the way we get to it is new. It, the, the underlying concepts of precision and accuracy and all that stuff remain the same. So. I think what you guys are so exciting is that you guys kind of bring it down and you boil it down to what's comfortable for each specific industry. So it's definitely change of gears. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I also have a, a geospatial background as we talked about positioning. So that's kind of where it all, all, all came from. And originally, you never really thought about the application. It's all just a case of finding a position or, right. or, or recording a position. And and then gradually over the years, we've as we've we've moved on, we realized that all these different uh, different types of construction and farming, everything has a, has a slightly different need. It's, it doesn't all need the same same uh, workflows or processes. So we we've really tried to to, to see how how things have, have changed and evolved. And that's that's really been how we've kind of that's what's been so exciting from our perspective on the building point side is that it is a lot of the same things, but there's a, a 
contextualization to it, right? There's a bring of context to it that's different for each and every industry, right? And what what you need on the geospatial and the survey side, yes, the underlying stuff is the same, but how you use it, how you consume it, um, how you analyze it can be significantly different. Um, and I think that's where, where Trimble really excels. That's why we, we like when we talk about the specific nature of the building's products. Um, it seems like it's built for somebody who's in buildings. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and, and it, it all came about, I, I don't know, on the building side of things, probably best part of at the start of the century, people started to think more about how we could how, how we could make life easier in, in buildings. I think there was a, a study done which showed something like 28% of all time on a construction side is actually spent doing layout, which is a lot of time. And if you can make that, that percentage smaller and smaller, then you can really help make buildings get built quicker and make it more productive for the whoever the uh, contractor is. And, and so that's kind of where every, everything started from there. And, and we've just spent years and years and years with, with contractors and all the different trades on a building site and have, have developed the workflows to, to, to really fit, fit the bill for these kind of people. Yeah, and, and, and to add to that, I think, you know, bigger, better, faster, more, right? So everybody's got less money. Buildings are getting built, um, you know, much faster. Uh, less room for error, that t- type of thing. And so, of course, you know, Trimble, that's where we excel in our precision instrumentation. Um, everybody needs a tape measure to build something, and we just kind of take that to the next level. Um, but we we add speed and maintain accuracy, I like to say. And, hmm. and in fact, in some cases, I'd say we add accuracy um, when you're doing, and there's nothing wrong with the string line and the tape measure. Uh, you know, that's lots of things are built that way. Um, Pyramids, I think, uh, had a couple string lines and in some form. There of tape is, measure, there's right? quite a few buildings that are built that way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the nice thing is, is you know, we can get you from A to B a lot quicker. Uh, uh, more importantly, uh, very accurately. And and I think over the time, you know, we've we've made this stuff easier to use. You know, like BIM gets thrown around a lot. Building information modeling, right? And everybody has a different definition of exactly what that is, but. <laughs> Essentially, we're trying to get this information that we've had for years, right, hundreds of years, and we're trying to get into the hands of the skilled laborers out on the job site. And, and we can do that. You know, we, we can do that, and we've expanded our capabilities on that, and we continue to expand the capabilities of that because we don't just have our head in the sand. We're, you know, trying to peek out every once in a while and take a look and see where are customers' needs, what are their wants, and essentially, what problems do they need solved? So, so here we are. We we try and solve problems. Um, sometimes easily, uh, sometimes not so easily. But we're we're working on it. And that's and that's why I was so excited to have this conversation, Dave. Because sitting in this room right now, I mean, that's that's one of the reasons why I believe Trimble is unique is because there is this close relationship between you guys in the back back end of all this process. Is you've got the engineering side and the product side, and so there is. Anytime you spend with you guys, you see that there's a constant dialogue, there's a familiarity. So it's not just engineering get pushed some random set of specs and being like, build this. You know, I, I feel like there's a constant back and forth with you guys. Yeah, and we, we also make sure that our all our engineers who, who, who create software and, and product, we make sure we get them out onto construction sites so they, they see, see things in action and, and, and can put their own unique perspective on on, on the problems and, and how they can, can get solved. Um, in fact, we have them. We have them laying out. We have them doing all, all the work. We 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 do that, and and I think we, we benefit that a lot. That needs Everybody to be a video. We need to make that into. Yeah, a video. we should do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would be. Like it, it'd be entertaining. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
But but I, but I think that's one of the reasons that it has to work, right? Is that you guys have to have this constant ebb and flow of, you know, taking it to the real world, bring it back, engineering, bringing it back, and the, and there's really kind of a proofing concept. Yeah, I guess the way that I look at it is I used to do it, and and I've been through the trials and tribulations of a construction site, hot, cold, snow, rain, you name it, and the developers are in their climate control offices doing what they think should be done, and, <laughs> and to get them out into that environment is one thing. But, you know, when I'm trying to explain things to them, I think of all the challenges that I used to have on a job site, and I don't want the next guy to have to go through that. You know, I can tell you 10 different ways how not to do something, but let's focus on the one way to do it the best and then see if we can turn that into a solution, whether it be a feature, whether it be a piece of hardware, whether it be something in the software that basically makes your life easier, right? And I think that... so. And that's that's exactly where we're at today. And I think as you guys you guys have a track record, you you have a history in this industry. And Ben, you said it's you know I mean it really was like the turn of the century when you know Trimble started taking a look at this. But let's talk about the evolution of how of how this has gone and how this has changed. Where have you guys you know where have where have we gone and and not so much where are we going because I know that's kind of a, a far off conversation to have. But what's some of the stuff and some of the huge changes that you've seen that are kind of molding the way that we're going to continue to build and continue to evolve the way we build in the future. Well, we, 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 I mean, the, the biggest change is we've made this accessible for anybody on the job site, really. Yeah. So no matter what your background is, um, with a reasonably short amount of training, you can be productive and, and laying, laying... I see how you're looking out. at me. You're saying even someone like me could lay out. <laughs> well, no, even someone like me. So it's, uh, <laughs> No, so, it's, so that's, that's kind of the, the biggest change has been just making this kind of positioning technology, which used to be just a surveyor could do. We made it accessible to, to everybody. And it really is. I mean, it's it blows me away to look at the the amazing, you know, we talk a lot about design intricacy and how even it doesn't matter whether the building is one huge radial arc. It doesn't matter. Like you put everybody on a level playing field largely with how you're laying out in that it becomes much more systemic. It just becomes much more programmatic. So you're taking away that that you're you're leveling the playing field, and a great layout guy can still do great layout. <laughs> He's still going to do more work than you know. So it's it's not completely discounting that, sure. but. It's just like putting a paintbrush in the hands of a great artist. You know, it's, it becomes a tool that they can use to do even more. Yeah, and, and that's also a, a good point. There used to be a time when most buildings were squares or rectangles, but now with all these so crazy, all these crazy shapes, you know, <laughs> what's that one in yeah. Miami, which is a shape of a guitar or something like that? Yeah. That's, <laughs> there is you, a guitar. You can't do that with a tape. With <laughs> you get the new Apple headquarters uh, most recently, and then you've got um, you know home of Super Bowl whatever we just had, which was Viking Stadium, you right? Know, US, US Bank, Bank Stadium, yeah. and architects uh their software is getting more advanced and it's allowing them to do a lot more very creative intricate designs and that's translating out into the field and those guys are pretty much raising their hand saying we need something to be able to take this piece of art essentially but accurately build it in or on a construction site and how often i mean talking about you guys workflow and and the skunk works that goes on i mean I, I've I've heard in the past that an awful lot of the stuff that you guys develop comes from people raising their hands and saying, "Hey, you know, how do you how would we do this? How can we do this better?" Is that, I mean, that's kind of how Trimble works. I mean, there's a lot of feedback in the building side, isn't there? Oh, oh yeah, we, we we make sure that we, we go out and spend time with customers and not just people like Eric who have done it. In the yeah, day. yeah, no, yeah, we have no. all, all, all kinds of customers. I don't know everything. I'll admit it. <laughs> really. Can we record, record it's it? On tape. Okay, it's good, on tape. Good. I'll send you the clip of just that. I'll That's give good. you my That's wife's good. number. <laughs> She'll tell you. But but no. So we've um 
now that, that it's kind of changed it to that extent, it just makes uh, the whole thing work better. Work better? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, we've done it in the past where we don't get customer input and we think, hey, look at this great thing that everybody's going to buy. And no one likes it because we didn't ask them for their input, right? So we've made that mistake and, and you know, learn from it, right? Yeah. But there is also important to still be innovative too as well. So not everything does come from customer feedback. We we have a, a lot of people who are just trying to figure stuff out that's going to be the next kind of innovation that we can we can present to customers and, and either get good or bad feedback. So as well as, so we do listen to the customers and, and make sure we, 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 we take their opinions on, on board, but we also And it's wanna... almost like a springboard. I mean, yeah. I know that's the story even with like the focusing green beam on, on like the 873 and stuff. It was like, you guys came out with this and everybody's like, well, we didn't ask for, we just asked for a brighter beam. And it's like, yeah. well, no, it focuses too. And here's why that's a good thing, you know. <laughs> so you can always take that and build upon that. Yeah, so you have to get the balance right, right. between. Well, and, and yeah, and that comes from being a good listener. You know, maybe what they're telling you they want isn't necessarily what they need. So you kind of have to, you know, open, open your ears and, and make sure that you're listening to the whole story or the whole challenge, I like to call it, right? So you can g- come back with a complete solution, not just one thing. You know, not only can we fix that, but we could also do this, 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 and this. And we've got some great developers that actually really help with us because they see the inside of what that software looks like, the, the codes and the, the lines of code and that. And and Ben and I could could care less to see that. And, and nor- It's like looking at the matrix. Well, yes. And, and nor do we have any business in there, you know? So, but they're pretty good about saying, hey, we can do this. However, if we did it this way, it would also potentially solve this, this, and this problem, or it would create this, this, and this feature that would that be something that, you know, the customers would like. And so that we, we can take that out and we can show it. And, and, and yeah, a lot of times it's, it's some pretty decent um, add-ons or features or enhancements that we hadn't even thought about doing. That's a really interesting perspective, and so, so as we as we continue down this development path and stuff, I think one of the one of the questions I would also have is so, I think we're finally getting to the point now where it's becoming a reality that you can start with this design model and you can move it all the way through, hand it off. I mean, how do you guys see that? Because now now people are all working from the same type of model. We, I know we say the constructible model around these parts, um, but I mean it's really becoming a reality in you guys, and that it, this same model is being used for all kinds of different purposes from the beginning to the very end. You know, whether it's all the trades or everything else. And I think that the accessibility there is what's so key to what what you guys are doing in field layout. Is like you said, you can use it for any kinds of trades. You can use it for as building. I mean, there's so many different avenues that you can go with, and I think that's also one of the exciting things that we're we're seeing here in the future is that it's not just a pretty model anymore. Like it's actually you can use it to do work um, and and pull data from it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the model is now a major part of, of everything. Every every job there's. It's not just eye candy anymore. Yeah, no, and it, it has to be used. I mean, there was a when I used to work in in, in the UK and the on, on the heavy civil side, the, the model would be handed to the, the, the contractor, but they were told you can't use this because it's not legal or whatever. They had a reason why they couldn't use it. But now the, the model is intrinsic in all these on all these jobs, and and having a software that can just take that and and accurately represent it and allow you to transfer that into real life into the building is is, is key to to making this successful. 
Yeah, and it's and it's and, and the model starts, you know, from I, I think you know from the owners who get their architects and their engineers who then come up with this concept, and then eventually it gets start the detail starts to come out of it. But I think what you're seeing too is that the the owners are becoming more educated, right. and and they really know what they want. And it's not just I want a pretty building. I want a pretty building. I want it built right. I want it built on schedule within budget. And now you're starting to get to this part where they also want the maintenance side of right. it, the, the facilities management of that. Which is the huge chunk of the cost when you really look at the big picture. Yeah. It, it really is. Yeah. Construction is the only industry where when we hand the owner the key, everyone else would call it a prototype because it's only been <laughs> built and tried once. And so if there's problems, well, now they've got to go back in and fix it. And these owners, like I say, they're getting more and more educated. And the day of the million-dollar change order is over because they're saying, no, this should already be in there. And so now the contractors then are like, well, wait a minute. I'd like to get paid for this extra stuff that they do and change. And so now they've got to keep a little bit better tabs on the work that they're doing. And so, you know, insert tremble, right? Because now you've got this model that starts in the, you know, the AEC, Architectural Engineering Construction, that starts there, but it goes all the way through the process. And we can even take it and handle changes throughout the process. And when it's done, we can hand back the owner a 3D model that basically is designed as it was built, right? We, I use the term as built, you know, drawings. And it's not just a drawing, though. It's literally a 3D model that the owner can go back and they can fly around it if they want to. And so that's just as a selling feature just in itself because now the owner can visualize that. We're all visual learners, right? So if I can see it and move around it and look at it, um, you know, that's one thing that's going to help me understand it better and uh, hopefully, you know, sign off on things a lot faster as well. It's It's... It's unbelievable, and, it's, and when you see what we're putting into the hands in the field, whether it's whether it's on a tablet or whether I mean, it's just the amount of information there. But it's, I think, what's also exciting is that, like you guys talked about, is it's accessible though. You know, it's not it's not any good to put in volumes of information if you can't find what you want. And I think that's where the contextualization is so important: is that you guys are presenting the information that you need. You know, and there's a whole bunch of data in there, but it's also about getting to the data that they need to see when they need to see it, uh, because these models are getting pretty rich. Oh yeah. <laughs> The models and all these programs are getting like more and more features. So, I mean, the, the the other big key is like trying to when you when, as as you add more and more features, you make generally make software more and more complicated. So, the, a big aim is to add these features but not make it many, any more complicated for people who have what they need already and and don't want to have to have a too steep a learning curve to, mm -hmm. add, to features, these. add features but reduce button clicks. Button clicks is work. It is. Yeah. I, I'm, Reduce I'm work. behind you on it. Reduce so. work. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So so we're coming up against a stop here, but I wanted to give you guys a chance. I mean, there's obviously all kinds of fun stuff. You guys are, are in the, you know, in the in the bowels of Tremble working on this stuff. But what's some of the stuff that's coming out or has recently come out that you guys are really excited about? I know there's been a, a bunch of announcements of recent late um, the, on the Trimble building side, but what's what's coming out on the Trimble side that you guys are excited about as we as we enter into this new year? Well, I'll, I'll piggyback off on my, my visualization statement, uh, HoloLens. Um, we've got a, a pretty good partnership with Microsoft, and the the virtual reality, the augmented reality, it's it's kind of making a comeback, right? Uh, yeah. It used to be a little bit cheesy, but now it's it's actually pretty serious stuff. And there are and I think a lot it's exciting. Of... I mean, I think it's exciting to say though that it's exciting that a field guy is saying that. 
because this was an office thing. But, I mean, it's emblematic of what's going on is that they are really bringing this technology to the field now. Right. And, and just one small example of that. We've got some technology that we're, we're developing, and it's with the HoloLens to where our goal is you can put that, that helmet on with the HoloLens, and uh, you can visualize your layout plan. So now maybe in, you know, going back to the, we used to call it the stretch and flex in the morning huddle, right? And you you <laughs> yep. plan your work day. Now, you know, maybe in the future, guys are running around with hollow lenses, looking at what their daily work plan is going to be virtually. And then off go the goggles and out they go to get their work done. So they see it before they do it. And, and that just gives them much better understanding of what that task is at hand. It's huge, huge, huge difference. So, and you said there was a resurgence, and that is true. I mean, everybody's like, oh my gosh, like VR, AR, you know, all mixed reality. And then all of a sudden it, it kind of went down, and now, and now I think it is coming back into the real world, and we are starting to see some real world applications for it. So, I, I think they're being a little bit more practical with it and bringing it down to earth. It's not this, you know, oh, you know, sci fi stuff anymore. It's, 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 actual, tangible stuff that people are going to be able to use. Yeah, and delivering value on it, right? It's not just about looking silly in a helmet. So. Right. <laughs> Although but, I, lo- I look pretty good in it, so. You know, I saw you in it yesterday. <laughs> I, I think there is some promise there, so we might need to do some photo shoots. Yeah, so. I, might, I might dispute that. <laughs> <laughs> How about on your side, Ben? So, so, so what are you guys working on? Where, where is it going that you're kind of excited about? So, I, I, again, we're, just, we're, we're trying to embrace more and more trades at the minute with... with uh, with our field software, so so we've 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 been we're strong on all the the MEP trades. We're strong on the GC, but we're trying to like now maybe make a solution that works great for the interior finishers, the, the concrete guys, and the, the steel erectors, and all these kind of people. So we don't want anyone left behind on the building site. We're 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 <coughs> we're tailor making the we're we're changing the software um, so that it fits kind of every trade you can think of on a building site, and will help them be more productive and get their work done. It was so funny because uh, actually we have a we have a personal story down here in Florida on that where we did, we went and met, we met with a glazing contractor and they were like, oh man, if, if Trimble just had this one click, this would just make so much sense. And then we went back to him like a month later and sure enough, that one click was there. And they oh, were like, oh, this makes sense. Like this yeah. works for glazing contractors yeah. now, you know, and, and that's what's neat is that there is that specific focus on these trades and, and it, it's really apparent in what you guys are doing. So, well, guys, I want to thank you for coming in today. It's coming to sunny Florida. I know it was a, it was a hard stretch from the mountains, but um, so we appreciate having you guys. And um, if you're listening, so that's our show for this week. We love feedback, comments, discussion topics. We make it easy to connect with us. So Twitter is best at FoundationsBP, uh, but you can also reach out to us via your Building Point partners on LinkedIn and Facebook. And of course, make sure you stay up to date with all the latest episodes uh, by subscribing with your favorite podcast client through iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Um, gentlemen, this was, this was fun. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you. Thanks for having us. On behalf of the entire Foundation's team, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Thanks again for joining us this week on Foundations. Stay up to date on each episode by subscribing via iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play.